You're listening to The Outlet. Hi, Ben. Welcome to The Outlet. Can you tell me about the Dr. Compost program at Wastebusters and how it all works? Well, the Dr. Compost program has been going quite a while now. Uh, it's, it's run by the team at Wanaka Wastebusters. It's funded by Queenstown Lakes District Council to kind of provide composting and gardening education for the community. And this can come in many forms. It can come in workshops, events, talks, articles in local media mentoring personal advice and and social media we have a bit of a social media thing going too and all of that's kind of aimed at householders and at local businesses so why is it important to reduce organic waste going into landfills with composting well okay i've got kind of three rough reasons one you know organic waste when you put it in landfill it's, it turns into methane it's 25 times more potent than carbon dioxide and we all know that global warming story number two what a resource <laughs> that we are throwing down the toilet or we are just chugging to landfill and locking up. All those foods, waste, scraps have a huge input on, of fertilizer and energy just to grow them in the first place. And then, you know, there's this percentage that we could capture, but yet we decide to throw them away, throw them away forever. So why not close these loops and turn them into uh, process these food scraps into valuable nutrients, making compost is one of those great ways of doing that. And then the third one is, well, you know, we buy compost, we buy fertilizers to grow our food at home. Why not, you know, cut our own costs and use our food, our own food scraps to create, you know, you know, great compost to grow, great soil to grow, great food for our homes. Yeah, I know when I was growing up, there was always a compost bin, but there are some common misconceptions about composting. So how do you address those? You know, there's a few out there and often it's just people who can make mistakes, simple mistakes. One of the most common mistakes is they put just three things into their compost heap or two things. And mainly it's just, you know, they're putting in food scraps and grass clippings and possibly, you know, they might grab a bag of manure off the side of the road because someone said, you know, there's somewhere they caught that that was meant to be really good. And they are all really good, except they're all very nitrogen rich, all, you know, ingredients. And so they're all very smelly, I guess, is what they can be when they all come together without some other ingredients and, and those other ingredients are carbon rich ingredients and and often people are just missing out putting those carbon rich ingredients into their compost and that can be as simple as having a sack of leaves by the compost heap sack of wood chips a bale of straw some shredded cardboard these are all very, all strong carbon rich ingredients and if we aim to put about 50 percent carbon into our compost heap with those other nitrogen rich ingredients we can suddenly, you know, erase a lot of the mistakes. You know, like that, you know, that idea of a smelly compost that kind of just disappears instantly. You know, that kind of gluggy, stinky. You know, that just disappears instantly, and suddenly we're just going to get this. Well, one, we're capturing all these other ingredients that we can put in our compost heap, and we get to make great compost hopefully at the end of it. So, what are some of the biggest challenges you think people face when they're trying to compost at home, and what's the best way to overcome them? Well. I guess one of the challenges is that one we just mentioned, but you know, there's many ways to get to our composting nirvana that we may all may or may not desire to reach. And look, I'm always still striving myself. I'm still making mistakes, but it's about learning from those mistakes. It's about kind of I'm a big fan of the KISS principle, keeping it simple, because you know, you need to buy into a system as a as a home goer or a business that 
you know, you're going to do day in, day out or week in, week out without resentment, <laughs> without, oh God, I've got to go and dig that hole. You know, you're going to find something that resonates for you and something that makes you want to go and do it. You know, one of those ways is to start a vegetable garden or, or a few veggie beds, you know, because, you know, by turning your food scraps into compost, suddenly you've, you can then turn that compost into amazing vegetables and it's a great, you know, it's a great loop. And, you know, and then, you know, when you have problems along the path, you know, the Dr. Compost program is there to offer advice uh, and help when needed, you know, either through social media, you know, like the Facebook page and, and Messenger or direct via email as well. And, and we, we have funding there to offer as much help and advice as possible. I've seen this mentioned a lot lately, Bokashi bins. Can you tell me all about them and, and using them for composting? Uh, well, okay, so the Bokashi system is a, uh, a Japanese system and it's pretty, pretty much all over the world these days. I'm a huge fan of it. It's a very home-friendly system, you know. Um, you, you know, you still got to dig a hole at the end and, and bury it, but, you, but you're burying this incredible dose of energy into your soilless, if you like. And, and one of the great things about the Bokashi, it basically is a two-bucket system. You need two units. In it, you can put all your bones, your fish, your meat, your vegetables, scraps, you know. Everything goes in there, pretty much everything. It's just a couple of things that can't go in there. But your lem- even your lemon and orange, you know, peel, those kind of things that are often onion peel, all these things that sometimes people would struggle to compost or if they're big juices or big meat eaters, you know, they can all go in this system and it doesn't require, you know, it doesn't require much, much, it doesn't require much work at all. It's really simple. And so, you know, it's, it's just a really great way of getting into composting. You, you still need somewhere to then bury the contents and they can be buried into a, a Dalek, a compost bay or directly into your veggie garden which is the best place or next to a fruit tree or in a flower garden and wherever you bury that those that, that contents you suddenly get this giant nutrient bomb of energy that just you know you won't believe the size of the vegetables that you grow using the system it's that good it really is and then you also get a liquid fertilizer as well that you can use as well so it's a it's a win-win and and locally it's funded by qldc you get the two units for pretty much half price comes in around 60 bucks you couldn't build the system yourself by buying all the individual parts but i do encourage people to make you know have a look at the system and if you've got access to bins you know hey go ahead i know lots of people have made it themselves with you know recycled mortar buckets and things like that and you know and and to great success so you don't have to necessarily spend the money but you do need the bakashi the magic dust i like to call it and you and you so you do need the you know you do need the bakashi powder and that's pretty inexpensive you get a bag of that for about nine bucks and that'll last you you know, three to four months ago. So, you know, it's a, it's a fantastic system. So what are some tips you have for people who want to start composting but kind of just don't know where to begin? Well, one is that you may need more than one system depending on your your circumstances. If you're in a, an apartment, you then you're going to need what you know one system something like the bakashi is going to work quite well and then you're going to need to you know consider buddying up with somebody to you know who has got the garden to then be able to bury your contents but then as you start getting into you know a 400 square meter to a quarter acre section you've got other things that are coming out of your garden as well so that's where something like a big a large dalek one of those black compost bins or a compost bay that's made out of wooden pallets. Uh, I'm a big fan of using wooden pallets. They cost you nothing. 
can really be fantastic. And then you could use that in combination with something like the Bakashi system, or if you're a fan of worm farm. Worm farms are harder to do down here, but you know, if if that's what you know does it for you, give it a go. And then even better if you're you know in this chick egg shortage, how about some chickens? <laughs> They're like the world's best composters. <laughs> You know, you don't have to do anything. You can actually, there's a very clever little system where you create a little, um, you know, like a 40 centimeter deep pit full of wood chips or leaves, maybe, you know, a meter and a half by a meter and a half. And you just throw your food scraps in there every time and the chickens go and eat them. They poop on the leaves and the chick- and the, and the, and the wood chips and they turn it over. And then once a year, you dig it up and use that in your garden. And they, you know, you chuck everything at them. They, what they don't eat gets turned into into those wood chips and those leaves. So a fantastic little system. So it's just about giving a go, you know, trying trying something and then, you know, seeing how it goes and, and hopefully learning from your mistakes. Plus, we've got some great PDFs on the Wanaka Waste Busters site on each system as well that you can, with some great tips on there too. Now, I mean, one of the things we talk about with composting, of course, the compost is great for your plant growth. So what are some examples of plants that really do well with compost you've done at home? You know, look, let's let's not kid ourselves. We live in this really dry environment. We've all got really shit soil, generally. You know, there's generalizations. There's, there's little pockets of paradise, but not many of them. And, you, and I've, you don't meet many people putting their hands up. You know, any compost applied to the garden is going to improve your moisture levels. In whole, well, not improve your moisture levels, improve your moisture holding capacity of your soil from the get-go and then you're inoculating your soil all that bacteria fungi and healthy plants so so you know really nearly every plant will benefit from an application of compost you know when you're sowing seeds seedlings uh, repotting a house plant anything like that will go you know i've grown the biggest onions i've ever grown just by a plot you know just from you know i couldn't believe that they were too big as an example you know like a you know, you know, there's a size you want in the kitchen, and then these were like three times the size of that. You know, it was like you're not trying to waste food you grow. So, you know, there's that would be my super plant that I grew. But but using it everywhere and anywhere, about the only thing you wouldn't be using compost would be with say your orchids in your you know in your kitchen because that you know they're almost growing on air. Yeah, so applying it everywhere a little often is better than you know buckets of it. If that makes sense, yeah. And you've talked about lots of information. So if people want to find out more about the Dr. Compost program, where's the best place to go, Ben? Um, so um, think have a look at us on the Wanaka Waste Busters site. Also, they can find they can check us out on Facebook and on Instagram, Dr. Compost, on, on those two social media sites. And then if they've got problem, you know, any questions they want to ask, they can email me directly at drcompost at wastebusters.co.nz. And, then, and I'll, I definitely will reply to all questions, uh, inquiries, and so on. Oh, that's great. Hey, well, thanks for all the work you're doing. It's great to educate people and, and all the very best. Many thanks, Brent, for inviting me on the podcast. Thank you.